Welcome to the Fitness Canner Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Feigl. I'll be bringing you the truth about exercise by interviewing fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, as well as fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders. Hopefully you take this info and apply it to have a better, healthier, and happier lifestyle. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fitness Scanner Podcast. I'm joined today by Travis Thorne, better known probably as the Balance Guru or Vegas Balance Guru, which is his Instagram name. So uh, Travis is a Marine Sergeant, a licensed massage therapist, but I think what he's best known for right now is being uh, having his 24-hour fitness membership uh, revoked for posting a video on YouTube that's titled The Highest Handstand Tower Date uh, to Date on YouTube. So that was on March 20th. So what is today? The 29th? So nine days ago, you if you haven't seen it, then you've been li- literally living in a hole. But it's this this guy, this super fit guy, big beard, shredded, and he's got a ton of dumbbells stacked up on either side of him, and he balances on them. I don't know how many, he'll tell us how many dumbbells there are, but he does a handstand on them, and there's a guy, an old guy in the background just shooting hoops like no big deal, just like ignoring the whole thing, which we'll get to learn about that too. But anyway, I just thought, obviously this is a fitness, a, a podcast about fitness, so I wanted to talk about how he got into that, but I also wanted to know who the actual man is behind the video and how he got to where he is now. So Travis, I, I know you've been just ridiculously busy the past, whatever, nine days. So I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it, Derek, man. I, I'm really excited. This is actually my first podcast since all of the internet craze has gone on. Nice. So I'm super excited and I'm super ready to let everybody know the real story and the behind the scenes of who I really am. Awesome. Dude, well, go ahead and lead into it. Like where... You know, let's let's not even talk about the video right away. We'll get into that, but tell us about who you are, where you came from, and we just kind of go from there. I was born and raised in Las Vegas. Um, I, I grew up I grew up in a foster care for a little bit of years till I was five years old. Um, that's just more my personal story, but that's just a little background of it. Yeah. And then I moved to Las Vegas, and I'm a lo- I was a local here from five years old till now, and and I have no professional background of any gymnastics, no no professional coaching. No, um, pretty much I, I just did it all alone. And, and what got me into the gym was um, after I turned 18, I joined the Marine Corps. And the Marine Corps pretty much was mandatory to be physically fit and ready at all times. And I didn't realize what the training was actually going to do until I got out of the military. You know, like a lot of military members get out and they become veterans and they become very lost in the world because it's civilians and military, they, it's just two different ways of looking at things right so like my brother was a manager of la fitness in california and he um i went there one day and i went to work with him and he showed me the bosu ball and he got me on that ball and ever since then i realized that movement is very important i I see people driving cars all the time and you know they take the cars to a mechanic and i just kept thinking in my head like what if our bodies go down the medication is not working anymore so i so i actually was looking into becoming a massage therapist so being a massage therapist, learning the muscles, and being in the gym at the same time, it just all came into a trifecta of, of movement. Absolutely. Yeah, the whole medication deal, I mean, you got to think like 
we're walking around these big meat wagons and most of the time we just take it for granted. We just sit around, I mean, for the majority of, uh, of people, 360 million people in the United States and most of them have desk jobs. I mean, I don't know statistics, yeah. but everybody sits in one spot. You, know, you get you get up in, from your bed, laying down. You go eat breakfast, sitting down. Get in your car to drive to work, sitting down, however long that lasts. Most people are probably going to sit at work, and they do the, basically the whole thing over again going back home, sit down to have dinner, sit down, watch TV, and then go to sleep. So, I mean, that's, that's obviously goes without saying it's super important. But then another thing you touched on, the whole medication and I talked about this with the doctor before on the podcast, but it's not even real, quote unquote, healthcare. Like by the time you need medication, it's basically sick care, right? I mean, if you're healthy, the medication's going to be unnecessary. But anyway, that's that's kind of a, a, a side side note. So, so after the military, you know, you're you're still super active, and what happens next? Oh, I joined the military and I got out, and then I just I jumped in the gym and. Since I, um, I was in college, I had my son um, pretty much full-time. I, I didn't want to just sit home with my son, I, so I, I, went, I kept going to the gym. I took my son to the gym with me for two hours a day, seven days a week for, for three, six, four, because it was closed for one day on, on Christmas. And I did that for three years. And eventually, I, since the Marine Corps taught me commitment and, and, and doing it over and over and over and over again, um, it, it, it just... It, it, it transferred to the gym. So what happened was, is I ended up balancing on things, and then I, I ended up learning that I understand movement to a T. And so, since I became a massage therapist, it's like now it's like it's like I can visually see the muscles moving as I'm doing the exercises. That's all, and that's that's super important. A lot of, I tell a lot of people to, to like focus when they're going through a motion of of, uh, of of any kind of movement, squat, deadlift, whatever it is. Like concentrating on the motion and actually feeling it go through the repetition is super important. And I know you kind of mentioned this on one of the radio shows you were, you were on, and I'm familiar with the whole notion of proprioceptive uh, muscular recruitment. So I do that kind of stretching, uh, the facilitation stretching, PNF stretching. And so talk a little bit about that and why you think that's so important. Proprioception is super important. Like this, the point you just hit on, Derek, about the squeeze and the, mo the motion of going through the motion over and over again. So your body muscle memory, your body will remember everything that you do. So if you sit down, your body will get tight in that position. So that's so proprioception is pretty much your body relative to space. And what that means is, is you also have to squeeze. So not only going through the repetitions before you even movement of the body, the muscle needs to be contracted. So what that means is before the bicep curl, before the deadlift, before the squat, you are squeezing that muscle to the intensity of an isometric contraction. That means that when I'm going up into this handstand, yes, it would be very weird if I jumped up there without squeezing. Right. But no, I am at a max effort and a max squeeze before the move even starts. Wow. So, so my proprioceptors, my proprioceptors understand that I'm firing these muscles mentally as well as I'm thinking about firing the forearm, firing the bicep, firing the tricep, which muscle needs to fire faster, what muscle needs to fire harder, because remember, there's antagonists, yep. right? They pull on each other, right? They're synergists, right? right? So you have to, if you don't visually understand that, it's like when you get in a car and you don't know how to drive a stick. If you don't know, you need to go one, two, three, four, and you go from, you go from start to four, you're going to have a problem. Right. So... <laughs> Proprioception right. is understanding yourself relative to space. So remember, when you're standing on the ground, which you've been doing for all of your life, your two feet are underneath you, you have a spine, and you have a head. 
fine. Your body understands where that's at versus space because gravity has two things on the floor. Now, when you go upside down and you invert yourself, your body has to understand that there's two limbs above you and your head is in the middle now and your arms have to take the same pressure as your hips. Therefore, proprioception and the kinetic chain firing is the key to all of my movements. So when you're up, when you're, how high was that video? How high were you up? How many dumbbells? That video was nine. Nine. Okay. So you got nine dumbbells in the air plus your own, your own body on top of that. When taking that neuroceptive facilitation, when, when you have all that in, into, into one, are you more thinking about like, where's your mind when you're up there? Are you thinking about where your body, cause you, by that point you've been doing this for how long, like years? I've been doing this move I've done for about six months. Okay, six months. So that's still a lot of training. Six months, very consistent with it. You're getting up there. So is your you feel confident enough to do it, obviously. So is your body thinking, uh, is your mind thinking about, okay, don't fall over, don't fall over, or is it thinking about just locking out that motion? That is a great question, Derek, because guess what? The answer lies within this. Bruce Lee, one of the number one, one of the iconic superstars, he says, when you pour water into the cup, you become the cup. When you pour water into a teapot, you become the teapot. Be water, be shapeless, be formless. Hmm. So when I am up there, 110%, I never think of me being on top of this stack. I never think about how high it is. I never think about who's in the background shooting basketball. <laughs> I, I don't think about any of that because when I grab the dumbbells, I become the stack. I'm not on top of the stack. I'm the stack, and there's a person on top of me. Make sense? Yeah, no, it does make sense. I mean, you have to, ha you have to have that that mentality, otherwise, everything that you do is not going to work. No matter if you're that yeah, high. You have to yeah, just like yeah, if you're you have to be able to be formal. You have to be able to understand that you are in the moment. Because like, like, I know yeah. you've been hit. You hit on this probably plenty of times, Derek, about being in the moment, not just going to the gym, not just going through the reps, but understanding what your body's doing per rep. Right. Yeah. Every single one. And I guess it starts from when you, if you first try to start a handstand, um, when no matter if you're in yoga or not, you have to visualize yourself being connected with the floor. I mean, you have to, you have to know that your hands are on the floor and everything's working together, including the floor with your body. I mean, it's gotta be the same thing as like working with the dumbbells. I mean, how many times did you, I mean, how, have you, have you messed yourself up pretty bad doing some of these tricks? Actually, no, man. What's crazy is I do a lot of these tricks without even breaking sweat. That's crazy. I mean, real. I mean, le legitimately, that that seems nuts. Because I've seen you fall like a couple times, but you're so well balanced, and it's not like you have like a, you know, like like weightlifters have weightlifting shoes, runners have special shoes. You don't have. You have like a regular run of the mill Nike on, right? I like got, you're just. Do it. it doesn't matter about the shoe. Remember, it it, yeah. if, if you understand, remember, it's about technique. A lot of things that people don't understand is it's technique. So once you know the technique, you you. You perfect the technique to the simplest form, and then everything else builds massively from that. Right. So, because so like, I didn't start at 10. I started at 1, and right. I perfect 1, understood what my body needed to do. And then I went to 2, and then I went to 3, and then I probably skipped 4 or 5 because, you know, <laughs> I thought it did. <laughs> yeah, because what the hell after that? Like, everything else, you're high off the ground, you're high off the ground. But just most people think yeah. about it because that, that's honestly for, – for me, that's one thing that I looked at because I looked at your shoes and how your feet were moving – and it was just like you stuck the landing so perfectly and there was no movement in your foot, your ankle was steady and everything on up. 
it was just, I mean, it's just super impressive to watch. Like somebody who understands the body, like me, like you, like when you're watching that actually happen, the first thing I'm looking for is like, all right, is his ankle going to like snap and break? You know, is, is, is where, where's all this movement going? But everything on up the line to your head is such in great control. Uh, it's just impressive to watch. I mean, real. I mean, I'm not kissing your ass. Like it just is when people go and look for the videos. I mean, it's just impressive. There's no other ways to, to say it. But, Appreciate that, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's true. I mean, so what's uh, what, what about your? How do you take like in your massage therapy? Let's say one of your massage therapy clients say, "Hey, I want to get into this. I want to start doing this th- this kind of training." What's like a? Do you have like a beginner routine? Would you suggest somebody go and do yoga, or how would somebody start doing the things that you do? Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to open up my own spot to, to, to recondition the people's mind on their body and have them understand that this is the vessel that's going to take you to the next 80 years to you, to you go off this planet. So it's right. very important that you learn this. And there's no, you're not born with a manual. And when you're 18, no one hands you a manual on how to, make, how to do your body. Right. So, so, so just like a, a, a car, if you buy a car and the check engine light comes on and you're not a mechanic, you're not going to go outside, open the hood and start removing spark plugs. Same thing with the body. That's why the doctors and the hospitals are there because if you don't know what you do and your check engine light comes on in your body, i.e. aches, pains, bacteria, disease, you go to someone that you think that has been trained in this. Right, exactly. The difference is that in that industry on the medical side, they don't really care about you as much as someone on the holistic healing natural remedy side. So I'm on that side. So to be honest, what I would redo or I would – it, to be honest, everybody needs repatterning exercises, and I'm pretty sure you know what that is. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's very important because think about this. People don't run right. People don't even run right anymore because guess what? If your muscles are tight when you're running and you run the same way every day, you're, you're tightening and strengthening these same muscles every single day. So I actually have an invention. I got a couple inventions in the works that's going to repattern that because remember, all your lower back pain, remember, if it comes from your ankles, the chain goes up. comes from your ankles, goes to your knees. Goes to your hips, goes to your shoulders, goes to your head. So it, 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 shoes are very important. You need to replace your shoes every six months. I ask people when they replace their shoes. Um, I think people should stop sitting on the couch. I believe people should throw their couch away. They should get a giant rug. And when you're sitting down watching TV, you're stretching. You're making downtime, uptime on your body that you need to move every single day. Yep. Yeah, I think um, the whole the whole notion of shoes in general, well, first of all, like people can correct patterns if they really want to. Like if you tell a little kid – and I've seen this before. You tell a little kid like, hey, walk pigeon-toed. That kid will walk pigeon-toed until you tell him not to. And you can make that pattern into their next 18 years of their life. And then guess what? Their body responds that way. And if you tell them to straighten their legs out after that, it's going to take more work. But if a kid already w- walks pigeon-toed or if their toes out or whatever, you can tell that child, straighten your feet, walk normal, practice that. And you know, by the time they're, what, five, let's say, to 18, they can correct that pattern. But if we're like... To, to go along with the shoes thing, I mean, shoes, you know, how important, we've placed like all this importance on having high arch and shoes and everything else. It's like, we, we weren't meant to have shoes on, number one. Like replacing them is definitely important. There's no doubt about it. We're going to wear them. You might as well have the best ones we can get. But if you spend time away from those things, like you said, being on the ground and just getting, like if you think about just being on the ground, watching TV with just a pillow 
and that's all you have to like, quote unquote, get comfortable and all the positions that you can find yourself in without even like focusing on stretching, just moving around on the ground like that is so much more beneficial than just like plopping down on a super soft couch. You know what I mean? Well, because you, yeah, because you plop down on the super soft couch the same way every single time that exactly. it has an, that it has an addiction on the couch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Think same about thing. dogs and cats. Dogs and cats stretch eight to 10 times a day. Yeah, they do. That's a, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, my dog stretches and all the damn time. Yeah, and cats, shit. Every time, every time they get up, they do a full body stretch. They stretch everything. Yep, that's true. And, and my dog sprints everywhere he goes, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like think, my, I mean, that's my type of dog. Yeah, they just sprint. Like, he gets up, he'll do a couple, bam, and he's out there. He's just freaking gone. But no, it's, I mean, it's true. Like in in a circle back, like to the, to the healthcare, I I don't know if, you know, I'm sure you didn't mean it this way, but there are some doctors who obviously, you know, who know are probably burnt out and do not care. There are some that really do, but they are just stuck in this big wheel that won't let them go. They're in a machine and they've been taught to work behind this machine for so long. And that machine just keeps going and eventually they just get stuck into it. You know, and in in the machine, they get involved with insurance companies and they get involved with like, you know, people they don't want to work with and patients. And it's just like this big cluster. But when you get to do something on your own and you get to make, you know, you can actually go out and try different things that you're not over-regulated. I mean, that's, that's freedom. That's freedom to help people for sure. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. Um, so going back to like how I would get someone to start. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. I would, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would honestly have to ask them if they're in the mindset to cross over and understand they have to undo what they've been doing for however many years. Yep. Like they have to understand that hey, I might need you. If it's it's going to hurt, you're gonna have to sweat. I might need you to do hydrotherapy. I might need you to do five minutes in the jacuzzi, five minutes in the pool. Because actually today the lift driver on the way to ninety eight point five. He asked me, because once he saw the stuff, and he was overweight, obviously, you know, like a, a lot of people sitting down, right? He's just an overweight, older guy. He has nothing to do. Like, he's just driving. Yeah. He was like, how could I get started? I said, listen, I was like, you don't want to run, right? Because it hurts. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, because your weight, your knees, you know, you got bad knees, you're older. Fine. Guess what? You're going to get in the swimming pool. So if anybody's going to start out there, the summertime is coming, and I'm going to tell you something right now. If you swim 10 laps without putting your feet on the floor, you will be sore and you will be tired and you will burn calories and and it's weightlessness it's not even like you're carrying weight not lifting you know you're just getting in a pool and you're moving your body right and you have active resistance against you in the water i mean even if you start out just doing you know three minutes of marching in place in the water for someone who's very deconditioned that's work that's work for somebody if you're because everybody's gonna be a different level if you get in there and i get in there and we we do like you know, walking in place, our knees are going to go higher. We're probably going to go faster. We're going to get our arms involved. That's going to, we can wear ourselves out doing that. So if you can work about this, even even getting in and out of the pool, like get in and get out, get in and get out. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Get all the way in, go all the way under and then control yourself pulling out. Like, 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 Like you said, focus on it though, when you're doing it, don't just go through the motions, like focus on pulling yourself out or stepping one at a time through the deep end as deep as you can go through the shallow end and up the stairs and then right back in. That's a great freaking idea. I wish I had a damn pool. Yeah. Well, here's another great idea. Even if, if, if think about it, if, if it's too advanced and you, I mean, it's not advanced enough and you just tired of swimming, guess what? Go to go wherever you need to and go grab a rock and go underwater and take that rock underwater, hold it, swim until you can't no more. 
drop it, go up, go back down, pick the rock back up, swim till you can't no more, drop the rock, go back up, all the way to the end of the pool. A couple laps, dropping up a rock, up and down. It doesn't matter how big the rock is. I'm not saying right. a pebble. Right. But for the grown-ups out here who wants to get a 5, 10-pound weight, try moving that thing under the pool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything increases. And this is coming from a guy who was kicked out of uh, 24-hour fitness, so make sure you follow the rules. <laughs> uh, I'm just yeah, kidding. Do not bring the weight in the swimming pool. I don't <laughs> think that's allowed. <laughs> no, don't. Can you... Uh, we kind of come full circle, but uh, no, you, I mean, you made some, you made some valid points. Like, you know, it, it's, I think one of the biggest things, if you're in the, the people care industry or the fitness industry, health profession, you really care about people. The hardest thing, and maybe you have a comment on this. The hardest thing is to help someone who doesn't want to be helped. They know they need it, but it's, it's hard to like, I mean, you, you can literally, this is literally like you can lead them to water but you really can't make them drink unless they want to change. 110%. I, um, yeah. Yeah, I get people all the time that walk up and they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I love your abs. Show me, uh, how do you get your abs? And then I go, okay, let's get down right now and I'm going to show you. And they're like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. It's just, it's work. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you just asked me, like, let's do it. Like, I can show you right now. I'm the, I'm the guy. Like, hello, welcome. Like, let's do it. Yeah, you're right in front of me. Let's do it. Yeah, it's, I mean, God, I see that. I see that all the time. I see that with people with uh, their nutrition, too. Healthy, it's a lifestyle. If you want to get that deep into it, you got to change your life. It's not like a, you know, a 40-day, yeah. 30-day fix. That shit doesn't work. It's just not real. It's not real. And you can't sustain it. It sounds good on paper. 30 days? Yeah, I can do 30 days. Two weeks in, you want to kill yourself. You know, like, oh, I got a good comment on that because I get people writing me saying, what's your diet plan and what's your workout? My comment to that is there is no secret tomato. Nope. And there is no secret burpee. Nope. You, you, you have to literally learn yourself, understand the, the art of movement. And then you put in the grind, you put the hard work in and you get the results that your vision is, 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 is going for. Yep. And, and to piggyback that. One thing, your workout isn't going to work for the, it might, it might work for the next person, but more than likely, I mean, genetics are going to be different. Don't, if a person, if a person asks you that, well, I mean, hell, I I do it every day. It's like somebody asks me, how do I do this? Like if it, if this doesn't work, I say, give it 30 days. If you don't start to, to see how you look, feel and perform better, do something else for 30 days, like tweak something here and there, but you have to be like critical about it. If you're serious about it, you got to like. Be be almost meticulous if you if you're at that level if you really want to make a huge change. Obviously, it's different if you're just getting started, like we talked about. But um, that's that, yeah, yeah I'm definitely. Because I'm on the mindset of I embrace change. I actually would look forward to changing it up in 30 days. Like I don't people get in this mindset where they feel stuck, like they can't do something else or they just don't have the ability. So I need uh, my my production that I'm opening up is going to let people understand that wow, I did it once, I can do it twice. Because once I get people to do it once and I show them the technique and they understand themselves, they usually try it in advance and in advance themselves, which is awesome. But it's like you said, it's getting that person to really understand that I'm no special than anyone else. Everyone is capable of this. The difference is, is you're just not doing it. I am. That's it. That's (laughs) the only difference. That is it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, mean, I think you just kind of, I think you just kind of mic dropped yourself. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. 
Well, look, dude, I uh, I know you, you've you got a bunch of other stuff to go, and I just really wanted to get on and have you share your story about where you came from, what you have going on. And look, people, if you haven't checked it, if you're like the one person in the world that hasn't seen this video, go and look him up. Just just Google Travis Thorne, and I'll link everything. Horn, H-O-R-N. Horn, H-O-R-N. Horn or Thorn? Horn, like a car horn. Honk, oh, honk. horn. Sorry, I had you down. Edit horn. Oh, all right. Well, Travis Horn. I'll have to edit that part out, damn it. Travis Horn on YouTube. Go look him up. And, I mean, everything else is, is right there. There's no other way to... There's no other way to end this besides uh, any any last any last words you want to say before we let you go. I mean, I appreciate you, Derek. I really do, man. And um, I hope to do this again. This was awesome. I love chatting with you and everybody out there. Whether you're a hater, or you're a fanish reporter, understand that if you think that you're right or if you think that you're wrong, you are right. And in your life, you get to live it the way you want to. So I appreciate it. Follow me on my IG, Vegas underscore Balance Guru, and my motivational page at Vision Trails. I appreciate you, Derek. And and since I had to, you had to correct me. It's Eric E R I C. Gabby, we got to edit that out. <laughs> Eric, I appreciate you, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate yes. it, man. That's awesome. All right, no no problem, brother. We'll talk to you soon, man.